Welcome back. On this episode of Deeper Life, Pastor Stephen shares on the promise of the Father. Listen and be blessed. Wonderful Jesus, wonderful Jesus, come on, would you just pray with me this evening? Forget about everything for a few minutes. Hallelujah. Shalabahanduru kubu suturubu, ribahandaramanadurubu shundarabadaraba, ribahadarabandurubu shuturubu riyadaraba suntaraba. Hallelujah. Rimanahandurubu shataraba. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. Irabahandurubu riyadaraba suturubu. God in you He's ready to perform what He has purposed over your life God is ready to perform He has been He is performing and He will continue to do what He has promised you Hallelujah Hallelujah The greatness of our life is not in the great things that we achieve but the greatness of our life is how great, how mighty, how powerful God is on the inside of us. That's what it's all about. Your life is about who He is inside of you. Your life is about what He is speaking to you. 
Your life is about what he wants to tell you. You know, sometimes we get discouraged because we listen to many things that we should not be listening. Sometimes we are broken on our inner man because we are hearing things that we should not be hearing. The enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. He will come to kill what God has kept alive in you. He will come to steal what God has freely given you. He will come to destroy what God has built inside of your life. If you want to keep, if you want to keep alive that which God has given you, if you want to keep alive the things that God has been doing in your life, the words He has been speaking to you, if you want to protect the words He has spoken over your life, prophetic words, if you want to protect what God has built in you, the way he has made you, if you want to protect it, then you know, there must be only one influence over it. That's the influence of God. If you want your spiritual life to be intact, intact, then you need spiritual input. If you want to grow in your spiritual life, you need spiritual food. Something that will build your spirit man. Something that will that will encourage you, something but of God, the words of God, the thoughts of God, the voice with which he speaks into you. That's what will keep us going, my dear brother and sister. In the natural, in our natural abilities and senses, we have feelings, we have emotions, we have you know, different things that we walk through. Some of them, you know, they, they, they define us. They try to define our lives. The words of people around us, they try to define us. The things that we see around us, they try to define us. Sometimes we lose the passion for church, lose the passion for the things of God, lose passion in the ministry because we are so caught up with the world. God does not want us to imitate another ministry. God wants us to imitate Him. God is not giving us a formula. God is a person. He gives us life. In John 6.63, Jesus said, The words I speak to you are spirit and life. He said, what I'm speaking to you is spirit. From my spirit into your spirit. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 onwards. He says, the natural man does not understand the things of the spirit. They are foolishness to him because they are spiritually discerned. You see, my friend, if you don't walk, you and I don't walk in spiritual discernment. What we hear will sound foolish. What God speaks to us will sound foolish. What God is speaking into our innermost being will sound foolish. 
if we don't see what he is speaking by spiritual discernment. That's why we need God. That's why we need the voice of Jesus by the Holy Spirit. That's why we need the anointing. That's why we pray in tongues. Jude 20, the Bible says, building yourself up in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Spirit. How do you build your inner man? Sometimes, you know, we pray by talking, 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 a lot of talking. Talking is good. You have to go to the next level. Ask and you shall receive. That's, that's one dimension. Seek and he shall find. That's something more. It's not just knocking. You begin to search, 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 like the person who was looking for the pearl. He's willing to lose everything because they found the pearl, the price. You got to search till you find the pearl. You got to search till you can hear him. You have to search till heaven opens over your life. You got to search till there is a word from God that comes into our lives. How can we sustain ourselves in a world of apostasy, in a world where people are walking away from God, in a world that rebels against the church, the Bible, and Jesus. How? How can you sustain? How can you stand against the winds of life, the winds of doctrines, winds of humanism, the many isms that now drive the world where it is going? If you want to stand against it, you want to stand in the Holy Ghost. And we need to be men and women of the Spirit of God. I want to tell you something. When God's Word becomes alive in you and me, when His Word becomes alive in you and me, that's when change comes. That's when, that's when transformation comes. That's when some things in us, old things, old habits, old ways, old thoughts, old desires, that's when they vanish. They don't just vanish away. They vanish when there's a something new coming in, in the place. New, new, new visitation of God. My dear brother and sister, we've all had experiences with God in the past. But we cannot live by the embers of our past. God wants us to live by the fires of today. Sometimes we are weak. Sometimes we get tired. Sometimes we, are, we feel like giving up. It's because our life is about the warmth of the fires that were once burning strongly in our lives. But today, is that fire burning? Jesus said in Revelation chapter 2, He said, you have lost your first love. You're running in the ministry. You're doing things. But the first love, passion, passion, longing, the way you loved me, the way you, you, you longed for me. Where is it? Today, without that, 
We cannot sustain ourselves. We need the Pfizer today. That is why the Bible says, Jude says, build yourself up. Build yourself up. Build yourself up. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Read from verse 24 to 27. Paul writes about running in a race. He says, not everyone who runs the race obtains a prize. Then he says, run in such a way. Run in such a way that you may obtain a prize. Hallelujah. That's why we pray. That's why we seek the face of God. That's why we pray, 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 pray. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Sometimes the Bible says in Romans 8, our spirit prays, but our thinking is unfruitful. We cannot comprehend sometimes. We can't understand with your mind what your spirit is praying. But that's what it is. Pray from your spirit. Pray in the Holy Spirit until God's Spirit begins to pray through you the will of the Heavenly Father. The Bible says, He who searches our hearts knows what the mind of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God begins to express Himself. The Father knows exactly what the Spirit of God is praying. He knows the mind of the Spirit of God. Tonight, my friend, you're not what you think you are. You are what God says you are. You're not what you feel you are. Sometimes, you know, we feel nice. Sometimes we feel weak, tired. Sometimes we are broken. Sometimes, you know, we, we, we are not able to move forward. I want you to know, my friend, it is the truth of who He is in your life. Sometimes God wants us to see beyond our mountains. The higher your mountain, the taller you grow. You and I were called to see. See beyond what you see around you. You and I, we speak faith. We speak healing. We speak deliverance. We speak the glories of God. That's because we see beyond what we can see today. Because we speak what we believe. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. You begin to declare God's word over your life. And you begin to declare what he is doing in your life. And you begin to declare the prophetic words you have heard from his heart. Things he has spoken to you. Keep speaking it. Life is not the power of positive thinking. That's not what it is. It is the power of being able to think what the Spirit of God is showing. Begin to see what the Spirit of God is showing. You're precious, my friend. You're precious in the sight of God. Precious. This Holy Spirit that you and I have, God the Holy Spirit, is God's promise to you and me. We live 
When, whenever we think about the Holy Spirit, we need to see him as God's promise to me. You know, sometimes we're looking for promises. We're searching for promises when we do not realize that he himself is the promise. Sometimes we want something more. You can't have anything more than the Holy Spirit, my friend. He's everything. He's everything. What he reveals to you, that's what life is all about. What he shows you, that's what it's all about. He's a God of divine appointments, divine destinies, divine moments. When he comes, something divine happens. Let me read to you a scripture from the Bible. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2, Verse 33, therefore being exalted to the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. Who was the Holy Spirit? Who was the Holy Spirit that was poured out Promised in Joel chapter 2. Promised in many times in the Bible. Who came into the upper room. Who was he? He was the promise of the Father. For you and me. Can you see that my friend? God the Father's promise. Is what you and I have today. God keeps his promise. What you hold inside of you. Is the promise of God. It's not just words. Sometimes we think it's just words. No. It's not words. It's rhema. It's spoken word. It's not some word that you read. It's the voice of God. The Holy Spirit declares scripture to you. Then it's not just logos, the written word. It is rhema, the spoken word. That very word that when you read or when you're listening to a message, God begins to speak to you. The Spirit of God begins to convict you. That word dwells inside of you. And then it is manifest from inside of you by the Holy Spirit. It suddenly begins to show you what it's all about, what your life is all about. What the promise of God is all about. What he is speaking to you. The Bible says. Peter says. Having. Speaking about Jesus. Saying that Jesus was exalted to the right hand of the father. Having received from the father. The promise. Of the Holy Spirit. He poured out. This which you now see and hear. This, which you now see and hear. The Bible says, in Genesis chapter 28, Jacob has a dream. Genesis 28. Let me read to you from verse 
12. Beautiful portion of scripture. Where the Bible says, Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the God of Abraham, your father, the God of Isaac, the land which you lie, the land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Voice of God. God, the Holy Spirit comes. You know, we enter into divine moments. Friend, God wants you to walk in divine moments in your life. He's the same God. The same God that was revealed to Jacob. He's the same God who reveals himself to us who are under the new covenant. Same God. Same God. The Bible says, God stood above the ladder and said, you see, man has a dream. And then that dream, he can see the Lord standing in the midst of all the angels. He can see the Lord standing. The Lord said to him, I am the Lord, God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. Verse 14, and also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north and the south, and in you. And in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. One man. One man. God is speaking to one man. He says to him, in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And you see how God chooses people. Dear brother and sister, you see how God chooses people. God's visitation upon our lives makes you and me a blessing in you and through you a generation will walk with God a generation will be blessed a people will be blessed you might say God what am I doing where am I sitting in one corner of the earth what good can come out of my life? What good can come out of my life? God says to Jacob, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave to you, leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. God says to Jacob, I am with you. 
I'm with you. I'm with you. This promise of the Holy Spirit for us under the new covenant is for you and me to know that God is with us. God is with us. God says to Jacob, and I will keep you wherever you go. That's the promise. He says, my protection, my protection will be with you wherever you go, wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. God says to him, not going to let you go until what I have said to you will come to pass. Words of God. Words of God. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place. This is no other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. This is no wonder the house of God and the gate of heaven. Can you see that, my friend? The visitation of God upon your life. God's mighty hand upon your life is to make you understand that your life will become the house of God. Your life will become the dwelling place of God. Your life will become a place where God has decided to stay. Secondly, God with you. You will understand that the gate of heaven is before you. When God is with you, the road you're walking is to the gate of heaven. The presence of God is the gate to heaven. The presence of God is the gate to heaven. If you want to understand spiritual things, if you want to know what God is speaking to you, you need to have an encounter with God. You need the Spirit of God. God has not called us to turn away. God has not called us to turn back. Sometimes, you know, we feel like giving up. We get tired. We get weak. We want to turn back. Bible says, he who puts his hand in the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Lord's wife turned and she became a pillar of salt. Hebrews 10, 38, God says, I have no pleasure in the one who turns back. No pleasure. He says, the just will live by faith, but I will have no pleasure in the one who turns back. Why does the enemy come? He wants to kill. He wants to destroy that which God is doing in your life. That's why we need to walk under the cloud of glory. If you look at men and women in the Bible, they walked under the cloud of glory. Moses ran to the presence of God again and again and again and again because 
he could not move without the voice of god he could not decide without the direction that god will give him he could not walk forward without god it was a deliberate choice deliberate choice the deliberate choice in your life and my life is to say to god lord i choose to obey you i choose to follow after you jeremiah chapter 18 and verse 14 god says will a man leave the snow water of lebanon which comes from the rock of the field will the cold flowing waters be forsaken for strange waters god is saying to his people why are you going behind strange waters and not from the cold flowing waters what god would do to you you will be in a flow you will be moving you will be flowing according to the plan and purpose of god but he says to his people you don't want to be in the flow you want don't want to be in the move of the holy spirit you don't want to be in the voice of god that is directing you you want something else why he says why jeremiah 18 and verse 6 god says oh house of israel can i not do with you as this potter says the lord look as the clay is in the potter's hand so are you in my hand oh house of israel god is saying can i not do with you what i want to do the question tonight to every one of us is the same question and god asked the house of israel can i not do what i want to do in you why then do you do something else can i not do what i want to do in you he says what is in the hands of a potter clay he says you are like clay i want to shape you i want to shape you i want to make you beautiful i want to work in you i want to do something awesome in you in jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 13 god says two things my people have committed they have forsaken me the fountain of living waters and hewn themselves cisterns broken cisterns that can hold no water god is saying i am about i am a fountain i am always something new is coming out of me all the time fresh the water that i give you is fresh the woman at the well at samaria in john chapter 4 he said it will produce springs inside of you he said the holy spirit is springs springs 
springs. John 7, 38. Bible says this, he spoke about the Holy Spirit who was yet given to them. What was it? In 37, he says, out of your innermost being will flow, flow rivers of living water. There will be a movement. There will be a movement of the Spirit of God. You see, God is flowing. It's not stagnant. He's flowing. Question tonight is, my dear brother and sister, are we in the flow? We talk about the Spirit of God, but is something happening? Is that a flow? Is that a flow? In Psalms chapter 8, verses 3 and 4, Psalms 8, 3 and 4. Look at what he says. Amazing. He's talking about the visitation of God. I also want to read to you three. Four talks about how, you know, God visits us. In verse three, he says, when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained. David says, when I look at the heavens, I see your handiwork. I see the hand of God. I see the work of God. I see what God is doing. Psalms 119. And in verse 73. The psalmist says. Your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Your hands have made me and fashioned me. Just like you fashioned the sky. Just like you fashioned the heavens. Just like you have put the stars. In verse 4, Psalms 8, what is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you visit him? God is saying, David is saying, God, who am I? Who am I? Tonight, my friend, God wants to shape us. God wants to shape our lives. God wants to you know, the hand of God needs to come upon us so that we can fit into the design that he has upon our lives. Sometimes we are trying to fit God into our life's design. Sometimes even in the ministry, we are doing things and we want God to fit into what we want to do, what we want to achieve. No, my friend, it's not about making God fit into the plan. It's about fitting our life into God's plan. It's two different things. Tonight, would you say to God, Lord, just promise for your spirit upon me. Let him fashion me. Lord, let him 
fashion me. Job 33 and verse 4, the Bible says, the spirit of the Lord has made me. And the breath of the Almighty, he gives me life. Spirit of the Lord has fashioned me. Fashioned me for what? To do the glorified Jesus. To walk in the ways of Jesus. To walk in this gate of heaven over my life. This is the gateway of heaven. What was the gateway of heaven to Jacob? The presence of God. The presence of God. The visitation of God. This evening I want to tell you, my dear friend, God's mighty hand is upon you to lead you, guide you, make you walk in the fullness. Our cisterns cannot hold the glory of God. We cannot build a cistern that can carry the glory of God. He needs to build it inside of us. Anointing gives us a position. Character keeps us in that position. What can bring that character is God the Holy Spirit. We don't walk in His love, His joy, His peace. You know, sometimes we are trying to work peace and joy. We are trying to work long-suffering. We're trying to be patient. My friend, we are human beings. But he can make us patient. That's what is real patient. Fruit of the Spirit is when God's Spirit is inside of us, because of him, we are patient. That's what is patience. Patience is not an earthly character that we build. Patience is a fruit of Holy Spirit living inside of us. Goodness, faithfulness, self-control. Every one of them. Every one of them. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. They're all fruit. They're all a consequence of the work of God inside of us. Tonight, would you say to God, Lord, I lay my life to you. Lay my life the promise. Help me to understand it is the promise of God inside of me that will make every promise, every word, everything you have shown me come to pass. Help me to remember I carry a promise. My promise is not somewhere far away. It's not something hanging over my life. Sometimes we think the promise is hanging over us. No, it's inside of us. Promises inside of us. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. It is Jesus. 
It is Jesus. It is Jesus in my soul. For I have touched the hem of his garment, and his blood has made me whole. It is Jesus. It is Jesus. It is Jesus in my soul, for I have touched the hem of His garment, and His blood has made me whole. Father, we thank you tonight for your mighty hand upon our lives. Thank you for your working us, working in us, fashioning us. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us that the hands of God are upon us. Can I not fashion you? You said in your word to your people. Can I not do what I want to do in you? Can I not? We want to say to you tonight: Yes, you can, God. Yes, we want you, God, to do what you want. Yes, we submit to your will. Yes, Lord, we want your way. Sometimes it's painful to obey God. Sometimes it feels like it's it's not something that we want. But I want to tell you, my friend, what can we offer unto Him? That which costs us nothing. Without the cross, without carrying the cross, we cannot follow him. We cannot. For my yoke is easy, Jesus said. My yoke. He said, "I have a yoke. Your yoke, I'll take it away, but I'm going to put something on you. But it'll be easy. It'll be light." And we say to God tonight, God, I want to come under Your yoke. I want Your hand to come upon my life. I want You to bring my life to order. I want my life to be in order. I want to walk in what You want. I want the gateway of heaven over my life. I want to know, surely the Lord has touched me. Night, Lord, those who need a miracle. Those who need a breakthrough, those who are hearing voices, negative voices, those who feel like giving up, pray in Jesus' name, your mighty hand will come upon them. Those who have bad dreams, pray that you would heal them tonight, Lord. Father, I pray for those who are walking through struggles and challenges. Your mighty hand will come upon them. Build your people, God. Thank you that you're building in us a life to walk with you. A life to walk with you. Help us, Lord, to be spiritually strong. 
to understand spiritual things and to walk in the things of the spirit lord thank you lord we ask god's spirit in us will be greater deeper stronger powerful than every other spirit that attacks us that comes against our lives father i pray that our life will be something that you will define not anybody else nobody else should define our lives nobody else should define who we are and what we should be but you oh god we submit to your will speak your blessing over every one of my dear brothers and sisters tonight the mighty hand of blessing rest upon each one fill them with your holy spirit and use them mightily for your glory in jesus mighty name we pray all god's people said amen amen god bless you god bless you this broadcast is from transforming nations for jesus if you would like to get in touch with us please write to us at transformingnationsforjesus@gmail.com thank you for joining us be blessed